You're listening to episode 60 of the Mad Chatters podcast, November 18th, 2015. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Mad Chatters Podcast, your very important date with the happenings at Walt Disney World and around the Disney Universe. My name is Derek, and as always, I'm joined by my hosts, coming from the same studio near Orlando, Matthew. Hello. And Jeremy. Spin it. Spin what? What is that? Oh, yeah. You got it. Tailspin. Oh, oh wow. I'm still lost. Very good. Yep. Very good callback there. For those of us who grew up with parents who love us, we were oh. able to watch those television shows. I'm sorry that my parents could not afford the Disney Channel. Let's I was about to say, you probably it. watched like Public Access, like Sesame Street. Arthur. <laughs> hey, don't knock Arthur. You love Arthur. <laughs> I do love Arthur. It's I, a great I just, show. It was a cheap shot. It was there. I took it. Well, speaking of very old things on screens... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in a second. Hold on. Have you guys said your goodbyes to Captain EO yet? No. Did you like that segue? I, actually, I said goodbye the first time I saw it five years ago. Because <laughs> it's the first time I saw it and the last time I saw it. Oh, for real? You've only seen it one time? I said goodbye. Wow. It's just one of those things that, I mean, and I'm not judging at all. Because I'm sure there are things that I love that people mock and things. But it's definitely no. one of those things that's from... Nostalgia really carried that show. Yeah. So and I, the, you know he died. And he died. And so I do feel bad for the people who feel that nostalgic connection to be losing it. I'm sure it's difficult, but me personally, I'm excited to see something take its place. Well, well, first of all, I guess I should say what we're talking about. Captain EO uh, Disney put up a sign saying that the last show will officially be December sixth. And then, for real, it's going away. We talked about earlier this year how it was going away, but then it came back. Uh, but it looks like this is the end of Captain Neo. And they've actually already announced what is coming in its place, at least temporarily. And it's a clip show of Pixar films. That's right. That sucks. So, <laughs> it's like, why not just keep Captain Neo until you get something good and that people want to go to? I mean, that's like taking... I mean, like, the, the montage at the end of great movie ride and just being like just copy and paste it over to the eo theater mm -hmm. nobody will notice nobody will care yeah i see it's, it's such a strange thing i i don't know if there will be sneak peeks of upcoming pixar films or it's just gonna be like remember this scene from toy story it sounds like it'll be just something that's always on loop and people just go in and out as they please it sounds like a place to take a nap in the yeah. afternoon <laughs> it sounds like Yep, so there you go. Say good your, say your goodbyes to Captain EO if you have not done so already. Um, well, let's go ahead and get started, and let's do a round of the Disney Fix. The Disney Fix. What have you guys got to bring to the table today? Well, I never quite understand this subject or this uh, <laughs> Okay, the Disney Fix is basically a grab bag of anything Disney you want to talk about that crossed your mind over the last week or so 
that you want to talk about, but that doesn't really fit in any of the other segments. That's basically a working definition of the Disney fix. So basically, this whole podcast is uh, kind of a Disney fix. But anyway, this is a specific time. A specific time. Okay. Right. Well, my right. specific time, whether it fits into this or another subject or whatever, I don't know. If, did you all see the "You are here, wish you were here, where are you?" I don't know. What are those Starbucks mugs? What's the exact name? You are here. You are here. You are here. Yeah. Uh, they're made them into Christmas ornaments now. <gasps> I saw that. And they are small enough that I, I, I'm going to look at them tomorrow. I bet you you can use them as like an espresso cup as well. But it looks like oh. the cups in the park. I think they're adorable. I mean, I think they're cool. I wouldn't personally want them on my tree. But I think it's cool that they did that. Yeah, I would want to use them as like a, like I said, an espresso cup. Espresso. What did I say? Espresso. Maybe I'm just hearing you wrong. Um, but just watch for the hook if you do that. He said espresso. It's okay. <laughs> Cafe Cubano. That's what I call it. Oh, there, there you go. go. Hey, Cafe yeah. Cubano cup. You're so cultured. Aren't we just so fancy from Miami? <laughs> do they have one for every park? I believe so. I've okay. just seen them on the Instagram, so I don't know. It's pretty cool. So that's my fix. My Disney fix uh, uh, occurred... Occurred. I don't. We're obviously not junkies because we don't know how to describe a fix. Uh, <laughs> it's the correct occasion for an, for a fix. Uh, last Friday, my wife Jessica and I went to uh, up to Disney World for a little celebratory uh, dinner and a little night out by ourselves. Grandparents were here to watch the baby, and it was our anniversary weekend. So we went to a little sushi place at the Dolphin, and then we just went to Disney Springs. And uh, walked around, and I'd heard some buzz about this new little booth or whatever you want to call it in inside the Disney Co-op store. Um, I guess you'd call it a booth, or more like a um, what would you call it? Boutique. A boutique, yeah, because it's like you know the Co-op is a big place, and there's yeah. like multi little. It's like a little, it's like a miniature mall, and there's like little stores on the side. And one of them was called uh, 28 in Maine. And I'd seen just like one little advertisement on Facebook for it. Somebody said something about it. But I didn't know what it was all about until I got in there and I saw the signage. I'm like, this looks like it's going to be good. And it was. And I have lots of pictures of some of the merchandise. They're going for the, um, how to describe it, vintage, hipstery. I told Jeremy like an art of shaving kind of gentleman mm-hmm. kind of feel to it, and that's one of the things they go for like bold something gentleman or something like that. Um, so it's a, it's a hodgepodge though. The majority of the merchandise when you walk into the store is uh, very leathery stuff. Mm-hmm. They have some really nice leather bags, laptop cases, um, suitcases. They have a lot of sorry. So I'll wait. Drop my headphone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the little, the little travel, uh, toiletry bags, like shaving bags, like you might see at like Kohl's or something in the men's department around Christmas time, except like $200 more. Ooh. And that, now they were expensive things. The, the one leather case, like kind of like my satchel for laptops and things like books or whatever you put over your shoulder, messenger bag messenger. is, uh, <laughs> $325. A man purse. Yeah. Uh, $325. $325. Wow. What'd it say? 28 in Maine. Oh. But it's a, it's a nice dark, you know, like aviator looking kind of leather, and it's got the the logo uh, kind of in, uh, embossed in the in the the, the satchel, that, the part of it that closes. Now, other than that stuff, that's just the generic twenty eight in Maine, and that's a reference to you know nineteen twenty eight uh, historic for 
Disney for, I guess, just Steamboat Willie, right? The birth of Mickey Mouse, which, yeah. by the way, November 18th, today's date. Hey. Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there, there's that whole thing, and, and, and they really play on that. There's not a lot of Mickey Mouse, though. Don't make it sound like that. It's just the... It's just hearkening back to something Disney-related from the 20s. It's got that right. vintage feel to it. The other side of, of things is park-related. And, you know, it's almost like it's stuff that could be in the centerpiece collection, but it's very specific, like some Casey's Corner-looking um, merchandise that has their logo on it. Um, one thing that they have all over the place is the Nautilus. Um, they have, like, Nautilus-themed pajama pants. They have this really cool coffee mug that looks like a little... Um, Almost like a Boston baked beans kind of thing, uh, rounded uh, or like a pipe. It looks like the end of a pipe, like a smoke pipe. But it has the Nautilus on there, and then they have all these T-shirts with things like the Adventures Club and some Adventureland T-shirts, and one from uh, it says the Florida Project, and it has an airplane on it. So there's uh, there's lots of good stuff, and it's all within that kind of faded, distressed, vintage. And the thing field. about these T-shirts are different than any other Disney T-shirts in that they are very muted and understated mm -hmm. yeah most Imagine disney t-shirts are so loud and obnoxious and you just look at them and no and it's eyes. and there are even like some i guess more whimsical things on the t-shirts like tom Sawyer island but on that one it's like an arrowhead you know and it's very it is very subdued and the colors aren't aren't you know in your face mm -hmm. it, it's very like collegiate almost yeah. like <laughs> it feels like they're catering to a very um Almost pretentious, all boys college or something. Oh, this is the thing. I feel now. like it's 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 the Mad Chatters is who they're going after. <laughs> yeah. really Listen, is. at my at my seminary, uh, the seminary I went to in Kentucky, um, they had a little store they opened up called uh, something something. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, something, something. something and something. You know that sounds so fun, so fancy. Uh, but they opened this little store, and it was just like that too. And it was kind of an inside joke because it was like fountain pens, and like fancy Brooks Brothers ties, and leather uh, leather satchels, and all that stuff. But the it's tulips. just the thing. Yeah, don't forget the tulips. Don't forget the yeah. Don't forget the tulips. It's just one of those things that's in right now, like the art of shaving. Yeah, like, go in there just because it looks pretentious, and there's wood everywhere. You know, Ooh, this must. <laughs> This this must have a nice shaving equipment. <laughs> I feel like they should sell cigar boxes. Yeah. And they really they should sell those old time razor kits where like you slowly unrolled it, unroll it and there are all your blades. And beard and... oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do have art of shaving. Now the art, the art of shaving is in Disney Springs. They do have some art of shaving kits in 28 in Maine. If you don't know everybody knows what art of shaving is right here at least. Do the three of us know what the art of shaving is? Yeah, I've always wanted to go back there and get the straight, straight edge shaving done. Well, that's something. There's a guy that blogs um, the art of manliness. Manliness, have you seen that blog? It's kind uh -huh. of a big deal. It's it's all this like you know how to be a gentleman and how to order a drink and how to tie a tie and how to write a letter and. It's very vintagey, like being a man's man from the forties. <laughs> well, I've never seen. I've That's never where seen the straight that. razor craze almost, almost it came from him. Almost, hmm. I've never seen the art of manliness, but I have seen Sweeney Todd, so I know what you're talking. There you about. go. Yes. Definitely, yeah. So close. Uh, Ma, what I wanted to talk about was a an interview I read a few weeks ago. It was over on Entertainment Weekly's website, EW.com, and it was with the directors of Aladdin, the co-directors, um, and then Alan Minkin, who composed the score along with 
Howard Ashman, who who passed away. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I was just going to read some of the the highlights. It was a pretty long interview, and it was very fascinating. Uh, they were just very open. Like, the guy didn't even have to ask that many questions. They just started, you know, spilling out all this stuff. But they were talking about how there were kind of three versions of the film. And one was one that Howard had kind of written. And um, it said they had a script uh, that was a little bit based on The Thief of Baghdad. There was no music, and it was more live-action-y. Um, but then they, they didn't really like that. So they went back to an, to a script that Howard had written that had like, now you, Jeremy, you've talked about how you love the song that was written for Aladdin called proud of your boy. Absolutely. In and, fact, let's just play a little bit of it right here. <laughs> I, I don't have it. I'm sorry. Uh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so the whole story was going to have his mom in it. She was going to be a major character and they had a couple other storylines. Well, they kind of went away from that version because when they played it, oh, and it said, um, it includes songs that are in the movie now, like Arabian Nights and Friend Like Me. And it included Proud of Your Boy, which we really loved that song about Aladdin's relationship with his mother. And eventually we wrote Prince Ali. It was actually written, sadly, on Howard's hospital bed. He was at St. Luke's. I brought him a keyboard and we were writing. And there was this one other song that got cut. It was Howard's last song, pretty much, called Humiliate the Boy. It was a song for Jafar, the villain. So that's kind of interesting. Hmm. There was also a fourth uh, storyline that we don't know about that took place in the ghetto of Agrabah. was called, and the song that was written for that one was uh, We Damn Boys. Uh, wow. Lots I, they, of boys here. They didn't even mention that in the interview. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Still they had this whole that. thing planned. They showed the whole film to Jeffrey Katzenberg, and he didn't like it. So that's when they scrapped the mom. That's when they scrapped that song for Jafar. And they went to more of a version that we have now. But there were a couple more songs they cut. Uh, uh, Minkin said he wrote a song that Aladdin would sing to a boo called You Can Count On Me. Um, uh, but he sure said it wasn't just, You're My Boy? <laughs> No, and he said it just wasn't the right spot. Um, He was working on Newsies at the time. This is Minkin. And so he decided to pair with Tim Rice. And that's when they wrote things like A Whole New World um, and One Jump Ahead. They said there was a a three-song moment, one to replace the sidekick number, which was Babkak Omar Aladdin Kasim. And apparently that's in the Broadway show. I have not listened to that full soundtrack, but... Apparently, a lot of these songs ended up working for the Broadway show. Sounds quite offensive. (laughs) It's very strange. Also, Proud of Your Boy is also in the Broadway version now as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said A Whole New World, as they were working on it, they were like, this is going to be a pretty major song, which obviously it is. Um, Anyway, so that was some of the stuff they talked about music-wise. They also talked about Robin Williams, and they said... Um, how much he improvised. I actually watched, I got the Blu-ray not that long ago. I, have you guys seen the special features on the Blu-ray? Mm-mm. They have no. some deleted scenes from Robin Williams, and what they've done is they just, one after another, played his recordings, and it'll be, you can tell it's the same line, but said, like, ten different ways. And they'll have, like, really crude animations playing of what they might have done if they had kept that line. And a lot of impressions of celebrities. But it was kind of cool. But they said that when he first came in, uh, this is Minkin. He said, I wanted, to, I wanted it to be, well, Ali Baba had them 40 Thieves, Shahrazadi had a thousand tales, and I made it very clear to Robin, I want you to really perform it like that. Um, so they did that, and he came, and he did, Robin did everything they wanted. Everyone sat very patiently saying, Alan, did you get everything you need? Good. Now can Robin have some fun? 
And then, <laughs> wow, this was Minkin talking. So then the director, Clements, he popped in and said, the genie was let out of the bottle. It was written for him in the sense that you read the script, you got the sense, yeah, that is what Robin Williams does. But at the same time, we were thinking that's just going to be the starting point. Some people don't realize that animation is really great for improvisation because the voices are recorded first. And what Robin did, he'd come in and he'd just start playing in front of the microphone. We would record the scene several times and he'd do many variations and we'd feel like we've got more than we can ever use, but he kept going. I've got another idea. I've got another idea. He kept expanding. Um, and then the other director said, we ended up with 25 takes of that first scene. All his, man- all his material was transcribed, literally every single word that he said, and we would sit down with Eric Goldberg, who was the animator of the genie, and we literally circled our favorites and put it together. So that's, that's pretty cool to think that all of those hilarious lines, like there were other versions that might have been just as funny, but they had to pick which ones to keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also talked about how, I've, I'd heard this before, but the narrator, um, they ha- in the original script, the narrator was going to reveal himself to be the genie at the end. But then they took that out, so now the narrator is just the narrator. Um, but anyway, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to that interview. There was a lot of cool stuff. They, they talked a little bit about Beauty and the Beast, the live-action one coming up, because Minkin wrote a few new songs for that. You but, know, it's been a while since I sang on this show, and I received nothing, nothing but compliments. So You could have just left it at nothing. For my fans out there, <laughs> this goes out to you. Please don't. Please don't. Proud of your boy. I'll make you proud of your boy. <laughs> Did you stop because you started crying? Does that song make you cry? I got a little emotional there. Every yeah. time I hear that song, I do have to call my mother. That and baby mine. I just can't take it. Do we need to pause? <laughs> just take a moment. And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, how about we do a giveaway? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> that was the answer I was hoping for. No, but we did draw earlier tonight to see who the winner of the Disneyland Diamond Celebration mug would be. And the winner is Brittany from Nashville. So congratulations. We will get that mug to you ASAP. So you can expect that soon. Dear Disney Parks, thank you for the special event buttons. For some reason, something akin to a reward you would get for not pooping yourself in daycare just makes you feel special when handed to you by a Disney cast member. Thanks for those, Matt. Dear Stitch's Great Escape, thank you for at least being one of the most consistent attractions at Walt Disney World. Two minutes of stillness, wondering if my seat is working, then a big nasty burp in the face right on schedule every single time. Thank you, Frozen, for making me mindful never to use the words, let it go in public again. Dear average person on the Disney buses at night when the bus driver suddenly turns on the lights before arriving at your destination. Thank you for groaning loudly and yelling out, wake up! 
It's that kind of charm that completely ingratiates you with the other riders and makes them say, now that guy is funny. Also, nice fanny pack. Love, Matt. Dear person who decided on the name Pandora, the world of Avatar. Thank you for proving that we can do better than Cars Land. Will you please talk to the Imagineers working on Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land and help them see the light as well? Thank you, Divine, for being the living incarnation of my childhood nightmare about what would happen to me if I swallowed a watermelon seed. Dear Wishes, Thank you for the amazing pop duet version of your theme song that plays after the fireworks. Thanks especially for the accompaniment track that plays afterwards, giving me a chance to practice my karaoke skills as I exit the park. Thank you, people who quote the Haunted Mansion stretching room spiel. Actually, no. No thank you. Bugger off, you twits. On today's show, we thought it would be fun to do a little armchair imagineering and create in what our minds is the perfect Disney Park. And what we're going to do is kind of go around the table and just have some fun talking about what a park would look like if we could add all of our favorite attractions from all over the world and all of the current U.S. Disney parks, or I guess future, because a couple of mine are from Shanghai, Um, but and put them into one succinct, is that the right word? Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Park. And... So yeah, that's pretty much all the explanation that's needed. So I say we go ahead <laughs> and get started. I'm, I do have a disclaimer for mine. I'll let you guys give a disclaimer if you need to. But I really want my park to be full of original attractions, not so much IPs. So I kind of left out things like Radiator Springs Racers, even though I love that attraction. Um, except in Fantasyland. That's where all of the IPs go. So did you have anything you wanted to clear up before we start? I wanted my to have all unoriginal attractions. Oh boy. So I purposely picked things that everybody hates. And I picked all IPs. Wow. I don't want to go to either of your parks. So. <laughs> Mine is my park is actually called Stitch's Great Escape. And it's <laughs> just a whole world of Stitch trying to escape. It's marvelous. All right. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait to hear Toilet that. paper on everything. So that's the end of mine. Take a little time to find the magic in every day. <laughs> okay, but for real, uh, when I when you walk into mine, it's still going to be Main Street USA. Do either of you have that as one of your lanes? I do. Absolutely. Okay. Except my Main Street also includes great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Well, I mean, that's okay. I was going to let you go into specifics. I was going to see if we could just do this land by land and yeah. talk about what is on your Main Street USA. Okay, so for my Main Street USA, there's going to be the railroad, of course, Dapper Dan's, of course. Instead of having nothing, like, well, what's what's in the place of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln and Walt Disney World? It's just like the Town Square the, Theater. The Theater and the, Tony's Italian that's right. Easter or whatever. Okay, well, I'm actually going to put Hall of Presidents there because... 
it's like a step up from Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. So put Hall Presidents there. Of course, have all the Main Street vehicles running. Of course, Starbucks. I think you could also put One Man's Dream on Main Street USA because it's like a because it's like a nod to the man who put it there. So I think it'd be a good fit. Um, maybe put Jolly Holiday Bakery there at the end from Disneyland because I really like that. But in essence, it'll still be the same Main Street USA. So what about you guys? I like the idea of one man's dream on Main Street. I didn't think Thanks. about that, but I like that. Um, mine's going to have great moments, Mr. Lincoln, like I said, and it's going to have Hall of Presidents, but I'm going to keep that in Liberty Square because you need mm. some Liberty Square. However, my Main Street is also going to include the firehouse from Disneyland with Walt's apartment, and it is going to be able to be seen by everyone. Oh. Equal opportunity. Equal right. opportunity to enjoy Walt and his lamp. So this is, I, we're talking completely ideally here. So in your mind, this is the firehouse with the actual apartment that Walt stayed Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Magically, wherever this park is. Wherever it is in the figment of my imagination. In the Piedmont of North Carolina. I don't know. I'm not going to North Carolina, but okay. Okay. So that's it? That's all the changes you made? Yeah, because I think Main Street's pretty pristine. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Main Street, keep it pretty pristine, but some of your ideas sparked my imagination. You know, in the exhibition hall, which is where you meet Mickey and Tinkerbell now, which is what you were asking about where Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is, <laughs> at the Opera House at Disneyland, used to be, uh, I think in both parks it used to be, well, it was the Walt Disney Story with Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln there, right? Here it used to be the Walt Disney Story, which was just that 25-minute film that they had released on VHS. I think it'd be okay if they just called that place the Walt Disney Experience or Story or something. Something like One Man's Dream, but not the same attraction. But you still had the walkthrough thing. Um, you themed it to the exhibition hall, you know, Main Street-style exhibition hall. And then you had the big theater at the end that basically told the Walt Disney Story. Uh, maybe with a little extra stuff about the Florida Project and all that stuff. I, I thought for this segment we're not making up attractions. We're choosing attractions that exist. Well, that exists. It did exist. Oh, okay. Okay. It's One Man's Dream plus the Walt Disney Story. Okay. Now, there is an attraction that will not appear on my main street, and that is Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I am also going to bring the Omnibus on there as well. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would bring two things in addition to the things you've said, and these are not necessarily attractions. I guess they're just stores. But I would bring the beloved Penny Arcade and the Magic Shop back in an actual format. Oh, sorry. Are you hearing what That's he's fine. doing? That just really sounded like a fart. Oh, that <laughs> was the chair. He really was just was doing that. <laughs> I would bring back the beloved Penny Arcade and Magic Shop mm-hmm. that used to be on uh, our main street. I think they're still, they still have that in like Tokyo or something. I don't know. They still have the facade of the Penny Arcade. At Disneyland, Disneyland, but it's not a working penny arcade. Yeah, I would bring back both. What and, about the organ shop? Well, you know. Why that's not? What, that's what I always want when I go to the Disney World. <laughs> uh, of all people, Matt, yeah. I can actually see you wanting an organ. From Disney. That'd be pretty cool, though. No, but these 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 have a, a place, I think. And they could make some money on the arcade, you know. Yeah. I Maybe call so. it a dollar arcade. <laughs> yeah, they make pennies. <laughs> no, Main Street... You know, there's not a lot of changes or any additions, I think, that need to be made to Main Street. Everything is wonderful. I might bring the um, the little gazebo thing from Disneyland's Main Street. Don't they have, like, a little gazebo, like a little bandstand kind of thing? 
in their town square. I don't remember anything like that. A band what? comes out and plays in front of the firehouse, but just on the street there. Maybe just that's it. I don't know. Hmm. All right, cool. Well, you head to the end of Main Street, and where should we go next? Adventureland? Do you guys have Adventureland? Well, well here's the question. Which castle are you putting uh, in your... Um, pretty much Cinderella Castle. Yeah, Cinderella. Walt Disney World? Yeah. All right. Me too. I think I like the Paris Castle. I'm going to put that one there. La Chateau de la Dama de los... Whatever it is. I turned Spanish. It's there. Yeah, yeah, he did. De los Muertos. <laughs> <laughs> It's very fantastical, that one. Very whimsical. I yeah. love the little hill that kind of mm-hmm. drapes off of it. Yeah, and it's very Sleeping Beauty with the little straight trees and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I would have to go with Cinderella's castle, though. Now, Cinderella. if I did add some... Now, we're not making up attractions, so whatever. Um, Cinderella Castle, I would make it a little more like that one, where there's actually something to look at inside. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, they have the big inside with the vaulted ceilings i think and like some stained glass and things like that would be nice okay kind of meld the two yeah all right well let's head over to adventure land and my adventure land is gonna be a celebration of all things adventures (laughs) so wow what a novel concept i know it's crazy but like for instance there there will be no treehouse um, but there will be a tiki room. I, I actually thought about not putting in a tiki room because it doesn't quite fit with the theme I'm going for, but you, you would be hated. I, well, and, and I would miss it. I would miss it. So the tiki room's going to be there, but everything else is going to be very adventure centric. So jungle cruise, go out and adventure on a boat, Indiana Jones adventure from Disneyland. You're going to have journey to the center of the earth from Tokyo, which looks incredible. And I can't wait to ride it one day. Um, but, you know, it takes you down into the center of the earth and there's the big fire-breathing monster at the end and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm going to move Expedition Everest over here. You're going on an adventure on an expedition. Um, of course, that's from Animal Kingdom. And then the new attraction at Shanghai with the animatronic that looks like three stories tall, probably. Um, Roaring Rapids. So this will be mm-hmm. your token rapid ride. But indoors with this giant animatronic. So all of these things adventure related there in Adventureland. Yeah, I kind of feel like mine is going to be a hodgepodge of uh, mix between the Paris uh, Adventureland and um, the one coming up in Shanghai. That's pretty much just a. I think well, they have two things, right? They'll have a Pirates Cove kind of thing, and then yeah. what's their Adventureland called? It's something different. Adventure Isle. Yeah. Okay. See, I, and I really like that that Roaring Rapids thing too. I'm not going to stockpile mine with every adventure attraction in the world, but I do like the addition <laughs> Why not? of Indiana Jones. I would use the Paris, um, well, see, I've always really been fascinated with the Disneyland Paris Pirates of the Caribbean because it has like a, a, several lift hills mm-hmm. and it has some advanced animatronics and also their railroad runs through that attraction, I think. At one point. Okay, wow. That's pretty cool to me. But the one they're building in Shanghai looks pretty that gum amazing. So I might just supplant the whole Shanghai thing, combine Adventure Isle and uh, their uh, Pirates Pirates Cove together and make that our (laughs) Adventureland. But, you know, throw Tiki Room over there. That's a classic little whimsical ad that children and everyone likes. And then the Jungle Cruise, I would keep the exact same. I actually like our version I guess the best because of the temple, you know, mm-hmm. that little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. So um, 
that's mine. But I would keep it, you know, with the the kind of the mix of the Caribbean slash uh, jungle slash what else is Lush there? Green. Hawaiian, Polynesian, mm. all that kind of feel, just different <clears throat> different areas. But I like those two big attractions. So far, no flying carpets. Are you gonna make it three? Oh, no, three years? Those are gone. Okay. That's the first thing I'm ripping out, and yeah. then I'm <laughs> peeing on it after I set it on fire. Um, I'm keeping Walt Disney World's Jungle Cruise. I'm taking Pirates of the Caribbean from Disneyland. And then I am going to include, of course, I'm keeping the Treehouse and Enchanted Tiki Room, both Walt Disney World versions. Then I'm going to include, in my Adventureland, Mystic Manor from Japan. Mm. No. Because Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Uh, Asia. And so I'm going to... <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> I'm going to include that into my Adventureland because that's very adventure Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I didn't think about Indiana Jones, but if there's space, I might add Indy. Oh, there's space. You got... See, it's the perfect park. You've got all the space in the it's world. It's like Sandbox on Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, you just... Just do whatever you want. Do whatever you, you know, want. Drop some people in the water while you're at it. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. So where are we headed next? I'm, I'm not sure where you guys... Frontierland. Okay, Frontierland. I didn't know if you kept that or not. I keep Frontierland. Yeah, of I kept Frontierland. I'm gonna put yeah. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. You know, really, my Frontierland is not that different from what we have. Um, I'm gonna put Big Thunder Mountain Railroad there. I'm gonna put Splash Mountain there. I know at Disneyland it's in Critter Country, but I'm gonna keep it in Frontierland. And I'm gonna do the Mark Twain Riverboat. And I'm actually gonna keep Golden Horseshoe from Disneyland. Yes. Um, and that's all I had, really. I, I'm not... I, my park's not going to have country bears. Sorry. Now, are we including Tom Sawyer Island on with this, or is this a separate? Let's do that separate. Okay. Because I have a good oh, idea. Oh, on that. the Tom Sawyer Island thing, I... Well, then let's not the... do it separate. <laughs> Go for it. No, no, I'm not... I'm not... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Tom Sawyer Island at all. It just oh, reminded okay. me of something I wanted to include in my Adventureland, and that is from the, the one of the things I like about the Disneyland Paris Adventureland is they have the Skull Rock um, thing there, and I don't know if it's like an island or like a playground or something, but if that's what it is, and I'm not making up an attraction, quote unquote, then I would bring that there. Yeah, I think that's actually called Adventure Isle too. I want to say, or maybe you that's might be right. So maybe like, like that. that in place of our treehouse like a skull rock piratey themed you know playground where you can more interactive yes that'd be cool Well, my frontier land i'm of course keeping big thunder mountain i'm gonna bring the goats from the disneyland ranch over just for fun and i think i'm just gonna let them run all over disney i mean all over (laughs) yeah why not they climb up on the buildings (laughs) yeah they just go wherever they want kind of like um, children's ice cream cones yeah yeah. like the chickens down in key west disneyland has their cats we have Wild goats. <laughs> Wild goats. You know? So they're not, pretty dangerous. It's goats. not like we have a gator yeah, problem. Are. Goats are not friendly. <laughs> That's no. true. They're hateful little things. I am going to keep Splash Mountain in uh, Adventureland, I mean, uh, Frontierland as well, even though it doesn't really fit the theme, but it just becomes such a fixture there that I can't imagine Splash without, I mean, Frontierland without Splash. Mm-hmm. I am going to keep Country Bear Jamboree. However, it's going to be the Vacation Hoedown from Japan. Because I watch that on YouTube. I like the Vacation Hoedown, too. The Great Outdoors is my favorite song. Oh, so good. And uh, I'm going to keep the Mark Twain, but I'm going to totally revamp Tom Sawyer Island, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But I like Golden Horseshoe, too. I'm going to bring that over. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I concur with everything that Derek said, I think. Except I would not keep Splash Mountain here, and I'll have to put it on hold until I think about what to do with it. I would actually bring Phantom Manor here from Disneyland Paris. I think that is a super, super way of dealing with the, the Haunted Mansion. That's the one that looks like Bates Motel, right? It looks like, yeah, Bates Motel, kind okay. of old-fashioned... Um, Western-looking deserted house, you know, like a the manor up on the hill. I think that one's almost. When you think about it, it seems like it's the most oddly placed one, but compared to like you know haunted mansion in New Orleans Square, okay, haunted mansion in Liberty Square, a little bit further down the Incredible Line, and then the Phantom or whatever they call it in Disneyland Tokyo, or it's in Fantasyland. Like we don't really know where to put it, but I think it works really good in that. Uh, that land with that theme. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain, I would keep Golden Horseshoe. I'd bring that from, from Disneyland. And um, I think that's about it. I wouldn't have Country Bears either. I don't know. Yes. Stand I try strong. to do something with that side of things to make it a little more. To make. I, something needs to happen on that side of Frontierland that would make the actual facades, the buildings, more of a draw. Like for people to go there because they don't. You know, nobody goes yeah. in there. Except Pecos Bill, which is staying. And it keeps the same menu it always has had. Aw. <laughs> Not a fan of the new. Okay, well, we can go ahead and get to Tom Sawyer Island then. What was your idea? What was your idea, I, Jeremy? I am going to take the World Showcase and put it on Tom Sawyer Island. All of World Showcase. Wow. All of World Showcase. Oh, my word. Minus the American Adventure, because I have other plans for that. Uh, but I'm just going to put the whole thing there on Tom's Island, and, and instead of having a lagoon, then the rivers of America will surround it, you know, because America leads the, the Okay, world, well, course. if we're getting crazy... <laughs> Sorry, you say that again because I cut you off. <laughs> I say because, you know, America leads the world, so the rivers of America will surround the world. Oh, wow. Trump, 2016. <laughs> I'm not a Trump supporter. Please don't judge me. <laughs> I was totally kidding. <laughs> Since we're being crazy... <laughs> I want to put River Country on Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> How yeah, many times we are just jumping the shark at this point. How many times have you been in a Walt Disney World theme park and it is just hot? And you're just like, why don't they have somewhere for us to swim here? I would get on there and go over there in a heartbeat and go to some River Country. That is kind of a good idea. I, yeah. I like the thought of a river. But I, I didn't want to lose the World Showcase because I love the World Showcase. But like, where are you going to put it? It doesn't really fit anywhere. You have a whole stinking island right there in the middle of the park. It's kind of small, isn't it? Well, I mean, we're, we're going to well, stretch out. Of, you're getting rid of the lagoon. Just World Showcase. Just tack it on to Magic Kingdom somewhere. <laughs> well, that, Seriously. That's illogical and crazy. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, World Showcase, it was supposed to be just across the lagoon, right? In the old school Epcot model that Walt Disney had planned, it was supposed to be just up there near the Transportation Ticket Center. Well, that's true, but anywho, so you'd be able to eat around the world right there in the Magic Kingdom. Wouldn't that be nice? Yep. It would be nice, but that was actually one of the things I wrote down as something I regret losing, but like it just wouldn't fit in mine. So like things like World Showcase and the Kilimanjaro Safaris, like I just had to sacrifice them because they wouldn't fit, but I do love them. What if in my park, what if the Rivers of America was bigger? Okay. Well, uh, duh. I mean, it, if you're going to put the whole world showcase in there. But I also mean like wider, where you, instead of just being like 
20 feet across is the water or is you know is water kind of thing what if it was like a hundred feet across so like you actually had to like really take a ferry to get over there so it felt more like an international journey i think that would add to it i mean yeah okay um my tom sawyer island is gonna be mystic point and so there's gonna be an air of mystery first of all you have to get over to the island so it's already like where are we going and it's going to have three attractions. It's going to have Pirates of the Caribbean. And like Matt, I'm going to pick Paris's version. Because I've seen some on-ride videos online. And it is pretty sweet. Um, so I'm going to put Pirates of the Caribbean. So that will be like kind of underneath the ground. And then <laughs> the attractions you see are Mystic Manor from Hong Kong. The trackless ride with the little... I don't even know the character's name. but He's looks, a monkey, right? Yeah, Yeah, he looks really cool. And then Tower of Terror, my favorite attraction at Disney World. So that will be Mystic strange Point. Strange place this is. <laughs> what? So what a strange place this is. No. The Mystic Point is in Hong Kong, and it already has Mystic Manor. This is like some kind of Minecraft nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pirates, Tower of Terror, Mystic Manor. That's all kind of I don't mean just your idea. I mean, all, just this whole idea thing. All of us doing this. <laughs> man we're gonna we should create i don't know how to do this we should create an app that you can build your own disney park i think it's called sim city well they need a disney sim city disney sim city yeah okay let's go to liberty square or let's not because it's not on my map me neither i'm not gonna put a liberty square there i'm keeping liberty square and i'm going to keep in there the hall of presidents and across from it the american adventure Oh, no one is going to go to your Liberty Square. <laughs> Two long, historic, animatronic attractions. Come come spend an hour of your day in a dark, cool theater with old animatronic men. You can just rename it Jeremy Land and I'll be yeah. happy there. Yeah, exactly. People are only going to come in 2016 to see the new Trump animatronic. But besides that... Yeah. Oh, gosh. Just Don't kidding. Just kidding. All right. Fantasyland, shall we? Yes. Oh, well, let me say what I want to do with Liberty Square. Oh, okay. Mine's, I'm just taking it out. It's not Liberty Square. It is New Orleans Square. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I do like that area. And Love it. like like our Liberty Square that only has the two attractions, and it's not that big of a land, uh, I think New Orleans Square would be just fine if, you know, if they themed the riverboat, because it's currently part of Liberty Square, right? Yeah, it's Liberty so, Square yeah. Riverboat. If they just called that New Orleans Square Riverboat and it was themed... Um, okay, we're not making up attractions. I'm sorry. Well, Can the I Mark, change? The Mark Twain in Disneyland is already very New Orleans heavy. Okay, let's change that. Let's do that. You know, Mississippi. Let's play Delta Blues music on it and things <laughs> like that. And um, I would bring, you know, the restaurants that, that you all have talked about, like the one that serves the uh, Monte Cristo sandwich and the Pomme Frites and all those things from there to here mm -hmm. to give it something of a little cultural pizzazz there that it's missing now with the waffle sandwiches and whatnot. Yeah, I was really torn. I wanted to include New Orleans Square, but since I moved Pirates, then it's kind of left with not a lot. So Well, it's okay. But when it was built, there weren't any attractions in it. Yep. So. Well, cool. Good idea. Okay, now Fantasyland? Yeah. Okay. My Fantasyland is going to be humongous. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> It was so hard to get rid of things. But it's going to have the carousel 
theme to Fantasia, like what is coming to Shanghai, because I think that's a really cool idea. It's going to have the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, of course, making in the magical map from Disneyland. Yes. It's going to have Alice in Wonderland and the Mad Tea Party from Disneyland. I'm actually going to put the Little Mermaid attraction there because since I took out Haunted Mansion and put Mystic Manor there instead, we don't have any Omni Movers, and I think there needs to be one. So I'm going to put the Journey of the Little Mermaid or Under the Sea or whatever that thing is called. Uh, Peter Pan's Flight, Dumbo, Heimlich's Choo Choo Train mm. would be a perfect fit for Fantasyland. Yes. Um, it's a small world. I want the Disney World attraction with the Disneyland facade. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Uh, Pooh's Honey Hunt from Tokyo, because it's the trackless version of the Winnie the Pooh ride. Really cool. If you've never seen an on-ride video, it's neat. And finally, there will be the Skyway, and it'll take you to Mystic Point. So you can either take like a small boat, a raft to Mystic Point Island, or the Skyway. So... Okay. There you go. Right. So I'm losing Toad. I'm losing Snow White, um, Pinocchio, but there you go. Mine would uh, feature the Disneyland style village, you know, with the the actual nice. Well, I don't even know what you'd call them. Just the, the the nicer facades for the dark rides, not the tournament tent looking junk we've got. Yeah. I would also bring uh their facade for it's a small world and not having ridden theirs i don't know but i guess i'll just stick with yours choosing the disney world version of the ride itself so whatever reasoning you have for that i i i go with that i'd bring all the dark rides all the dark <laughs> rides are here peter pan mr toad alice in wonderland pinocchio snow white bring her back what the heck um what am i missing roger rabbit no i don't yeah. mm-hmm. no i don't really care for that Poor roger or him, for that matter. Uh, and, of course, everything we have stays. Now, what I would do as as an expansion, <laughs> expansion to New Fantasyland expansion, uh, would be to to bring the Pooh's Honey Hunt thing in place of Our Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from Tokyo. Um, but this is where I would put Splash Mountain and Country Bears in kind of a bear country, critter country kind of expansion to Fantasyland, but very woodsy. You know oh. that kind of feel with all of that over there. I, could I think see that, that works better. I, my my whole new fantasy land might just be like the the woods. You know, <laughs> I think that's Into cool. The woods. Who are you, like Ralph Waldo Emerson or something? Like uh, my fantasy. The woods is my church. That's not how he would sound. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wonderful impression. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna echo everything that you all said because you can never have enough fantasy. The only thing I would add is I'm going to bring back the Disney afternoon show that used to play in the yes. 90s with those Disney afternoon I bet you characters. are. Yeah. Are we, we bringing back extinct attractions now? Is that a rule? Are we in that now? I thought we did that earlier with your one man's dream. Well, it was a hodgepodge of it. The Walt Disney story exists somewhere. I just don't know where. I think it's in Tokyo. Disney Afternoon Show exists somewhere in the imagination of my mind. Oh, no more Philhar Magic. Death I was death. about to ask. Mickey Mouse Review all the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. There in you that go. case, too, I'm going to bring back uh, I'm going to bring back the original journey into the imagination. Into the imagination? Into imagination. Put it right there in Fantasyland. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, all right. 
these parks are going downhill fast. <laughs> I mean, not I that that's know. a bad attraction. That, not that that's a bad attraction. This is amazing. <laughs> I think this is pretty good. This would be an awesome park. I would go. <laughs> I totally I mean, go. the storyline and all that would be so jacked up, but how could you resist going to ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and then the original Journey into Imagination? And what the heck? Living Seas right there. The old Living Seas. <laughs> Let's start a Kickstarter campaign to get this park going. I yeah. mean, clearly this is what they do to make a Six Flags park. They yeah. just put a just bunch say, of hey, what is stuff, this? What goes with this? Yep, okay. Yep. Do either of you have Toontown? No. No. Me neither. Okay, so my last land is Tomorrowland. So should we head over there? Yeah. Sure. Obviously, you're going to have Space Mountain. But I'm going to have Walt Disney World track with Disneyland cars. Oh, yeah. I like that. I can see mm -hmm. that. And Disneyland loading. I like the Disneyland loading with the giant rocket over you. I guess that's rocket. Yeah. Giant know. space. Space station. Space station. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, then I'm also going to have the TTA, of course, mm -hmm. going around. No stitch, no buzz, no monsters. Yes. I'm going to Ooh, bring... Shabba. <laughs> I am going to bring in... Uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Updated. Uh, uh. We went south here real quick. <laughs> it's about dinosaurs. How is that Tomorrowland? But it's about the future of oil, because it's the updated show. You could use the dinosaur uh, catchphrase, the future is truly in the past. There you go. Nice. I, and it's going to Tomorrow is truly yesterday. <laughs> but it's going to be my updated show with Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, and Ellen uh, and Bill Nye. And Tim Allen, or don't forget Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Who said anything about Tim yeah, Allen? I don't know I where that's coming from. <laughs> I did. Remember, I said Tim Allen. Uh, dinosaurs. Uh. <laughs> talk like that. Isn't that our show? Instead of instead of Wilson, because he's dead, it'll be the dinosaur popping up over the fence. Uh, so there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. Then I'm also going to bring Test Track from Epcot over. Because that's future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so in this perfect park, are we like, because you said something about having to sacrifice the safari and stuff. Yeah. Because I'm trying to be realistic. In our perfect park, are we like destroying all the other parks and going with just one park? Like I kind of did. In this yeah, world, there are did. no other parks. No, yeah, just one. Only the oh, can only be one. Okay. But I want it to make sense. Well, like, I've got to put the Tower of Terror somewhere. That's why Mystic Point is the genius idea. <laughs> I would put that over in, uh, I put it on Main Street. Mm. Uh -uh. Yeah. Hey, look. I wouldn't call it the Hollywood Tower Hotel. It'd be like the. <laughs> Take the Marceline, Missouri Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I still go with the Disney World version of Main Street with the, you know, the Northeastern Boardwalk kind of, uh, coastal town, whatever okay. it's supposed to be. Um,. I like everything that J J J J Jeremy. <laughs> I like everything that Jeremy has said. I feel like we're like uh, pageant contestants, you know, when they're being asked. <laughs> I agree with everything that everyone has said so far, but all I would do is <laughs> everyone up here deserves to win. Do I really sound like that? Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking. That's <laughs> what we keep going to. My Tomorrowland is not Tomorrowland, but it is Discovery Bay. Is that what it's called in Paris? I love their I their feel. It, I mean, ours has the um, good grief. What is his name? Jules, Jules Verne. Jules Verne. 
Ours has the Jules Verne feel, but theirs like is, I don't know. They got the you know the blimp that's kind of hanging out of the one uh, attraction there. I love their Discovery Mountain, their Space Mountain themed attraction. I would keep our Space Mountain with our cars. I like the thing I like about our Space Mountain is those cars. Now I've never ridden the Disneyland one, mind you, but I like the kind of bobsled. Almost feels a little dangerous hanging out of the seat kind of <laughs> feel mm-hmm. um, for ours. Of course, Stitch and all the Pixar junk is gone from Tomorrowland. And it's just a renovated. What they've done with Discovery Bay, I just like it. I would move Journey to the Center of the Earth here. Because mm-hmm. I do also have some weird fascination with that attraction that um, I'm just going to have to ride it one day. Um, Carousel of Progress stays. Maybe gets a little help um wow you know what let's just put world of motion here while we're in the while we're doing it world of motion okay you know um, in my Tomorrowland, i'm going to include interventions from disneyland because it has the voice of nathan lane and i love nathan lane where so is he in, where is he in interventions he's the voice of mr tom morrow not anymore not anymore back in the day Extinct, remember? Yeah, okay. It's all on the table. What our listeners don't know is that Jeremy has just done research to figure out which attraction Nathan Lane did the voice for and completely changed his attraction from Timekeeper to uh, it just Innoventions so that he could have Nathan Lane as a robot. You could just have Timekeeper and just replace Robin Williams with Nathan Lane, right? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah because he's dead. He can't do I was going to say, Innoventions in a perfect Disney park, really. No. Okay, so Nathan Lane. You know what? I'm just going to have Nathan Lane voice all my favorite attractions. Gosh, he's going to be, gosh. He's gonna be the voice of like the Haunted that. Mansion. <laughs> Welcome, foolish mortals. That's not Nathan Lane. Ah, I mean, it's... I'm a Broadway guy. I talk <laughs> in my throat. Yeah, no, I could not go to that part. Um, okay, My Tomorrowland does not suck. It's going to have... Mine doesn't either. No, yours is okay. Okay, so mine is, of course, going to have the People Mover. It's going to have Disney World Space Mountain. It's actually going to have the Astro Orbiter, because if you're going to have the People Mover, I mean, it's not like the Astro Orbiter takes up space. It's just going to no, be... as long as it's up high... Yeah, it is. ...last longer than that yes. part of it. Okay, it's also I also am gonna do test track. I think that's a good idea. I'm gonna move test track from Epcot over here. I'm gonna have the Tron light cycle yes. power run yeah. from Shanghai. Cause that's just like it'll be like the icon, which after I say the next thing on my list, it won't be the icon. But it's just like it's really eye grabbing there at the end of Tomorrowland. Uh, it's if you don't know, it's the Tron roller coaster that's coming to Shanghai. And finally in Tomorrowland, because no di- you cannot get rid of this attraction and never have it anywhere. So Spaceship Earth needs mm-hmm. to go in Tomorrowland. So, what if you had Astro Orbiter on top of Spaceship Earth? That would be cool. It would be very high. I don't know, though. Spaceship Earth kind of stands on its own. You don't really I'm need saying, that. You can have the actual ride Spaceship Earth without the ball. or is No, that- I, you need the ball. Yeah. You need the geo... Voiced by replacing Judy Dench, Nathan Lane. Nope. Like a grand and miraculous (laughs) spaceship. Ah. When did Nathan Lane live in the 30s? That's like his continual shtick is... ah. (laughs) (laughs) See, you hear Timon, right? 
No. You just entered the Twilight Zone. Yeah. (laughs) He does not talk. And then he kind of whispers to himself. (laughs) How was that? Have you guys ever seen a video for Sinbad's storybook voyage in Tokyo, Disney Sea? The comedian? Oh, no, no, no. Yes. No, I like that. There's like, like Shandu, the monkey, I think. He's an original character. It's a really cool ride. It makes my honorable mention list because it's really sweet. But the only thing is, it's a boat ride, kind of like Pirates and Small World. And I would rather have those than this one. But, All right, here's my anyway. question on the off the cuff. Oh, not off the cuff. Spur of the moment. Mm. Okay. It's off the cuff. That means oh. the same thing. <laughs> got my metaphors mixed up there. I want to make sure I got it right. Would you bring any universal attractions into your perfect Disney park? And where would they go? No. Ooh. If I could change the actual show part of Poseidon's Fury. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to bring Poseidon's Fury I would bring that. I'd bring that to Adventureland in a <laughs> heartbeat. That would be awesome. I also thought about I would bring E.T. to Fantasyland. That would be fun. You lost me. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like lots of those attractions, but I just, my mind's not in that mindset. So. Oh, well, thank you for putting me off the cuff. I do love E.T. I love E.T., but I I could honestly not think of anywhere in any theme park, anywhere, that it would go better than beside Fievel's Playland and behind a SpongeBob gift store. (laughs) Okay, what's the name of your park going to be? Because there are lots of choices. One Man's Dweem. (laughs) <laughs> Exit to a weft. Uh, that's a callback from many, many episodes ago when we told that story. I would call it Disney's Magical Kingdom. Mm. Oh, like there's that. a lot of everything in there. Yeah, I didn't even think of that because I was thinking either Walt Disney World or Disneyland, but you really could call it Magic Kingdom since it's just going to be the one park. Um, yeah, probably Disneyland though, just because I have lands in there. I've always liked the whole like port, ports of adventure kind of thing, but I feel like Islands of Adventure's kind of already got that going. Yeah. I like the whole ports idea with the big lagoon in the middle. Yeah, Tokyo Disney Sea, just seeing pictures yeah. of that. Oh my gosh, so cool. But anyway, well, if you guys have nothing else, I think we'll wrap that up. But I definitely want to visit all these parks until you get to Tomorrowland at Jeremy's Park, and then I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> Turn around I want to visit back. Jeremy's Nathan Lane Park. You will like it and you will love it. Oh. Anyway, uh, that's it for another episode of the Mad Chatters podcast. You can always find us online on Twitter at Mad Chatters or on Facebook. Um, Please send your feedback, comments, questions, whatever you would like to comments at madchatters.net. And we'll get back to you there. Um, You know, we haven't asked for reviews in a while, so I'm going to plug that right now. If you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, we always appreciate seeing those. It's a way of letting other people know about our podcast. And I think I'm going to wrap it up right there. So we'll see you next week. Hey, happy uh, six, or excuse me, happy diamond show, everybody. Woo. So that's been fun. Take a little time to find the magic in every day. Bye-bye now. You know what? I'm also going to bring the timekeeper back because um, it's voiced by Nathan Lane, and I love him. Robin Williams. I thought it was Robin Williams. What did Nathan Lane voice? Timon. Goomba. 
Timon. No, he's the voice of Tom, Tom Morrow. What attraction was Tom Morrow in? He was just referenced in the TTA. Hold on, pause. Nine Eye was his little helper, but I think that was a girl. I think Nathan Lane was in the Timekeeper, but he wasn't the voice of the robot. I think he was like a history. He was like an artist. Maybe he was supposed to be Picasso or something weird. Hold on, let me Google something else here. Nathan Lane tomorrow. Mr. Tom Morrow. Please meet your party. Interventions in Disneyland. Yes, Interventions, Tom Morrow. Okay, ready? Yeah. Edit out what I said before. Here we okay. go. <laughs> you know, in my Tomorrowland, Lord. I'm going to... <laughs> what to yell. I was trying to match the tone I had earlier. Okay. <laughs> you know, in my Tomorrowland, I'm going to include interventions from Disneyland because it really? had the of... I like how you just completely... <laughs> Switch the entire attraction just to have Nathan Lane. I didn't say that yet. You have to let me let me. Okay, say okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say. Sorry. You know, in my Tomorrowland, I'm going to include interventions from Disneyland because it has the voice of Nathan Lane, and I love Nathan Lane. Thanks, folks, for making this little gathering of ours so extra magical. From our family and friends to yours, good night, and may all your wishes come true. Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might have the wish I wish tonight. Just believe.